I've been a wild rover for many a year And I spent so many money on whiskey and fare But now I'm returning with gold in great store And I, I promise to play the wild rover no more And it's no name never Right up the Italian's ass No name never no more Alright, play, play the wild rover no, no, never, no, no more. Welcome into the uh, Sopranos, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Seamus <laughs> Doyle. By far the worst intro song. That's a decent intro. <laughs> you don't like it? Hey, that's a great Irish Wow, song. that's the, the Italian in me. Vince, the half Irish in me even hates that. <laughs> I'm half Irish, but I don't claim that half. I'm Seamus Doyle. Wow. Patrick O'Leary's here. Vince is here. You. Taylor's here. We're all here. We're all here. We're all here. All right, let's go home. Uh, from the nosebleeds, <laughs> we're back. This is a, like... Two weeks in a row, we've been doing the show now uh, oh with, God, w- wow. without any coronavirus outbreaks <laughs> that <laughs> we know of. So it's been a very, very successful week. Uh, I listened to last week's show probably 10, 15 times. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. <laughs> there was a shit ton of things happening. It was chaotic. A lot of moving parts. But what I have to explain real quick is like there was chaos happening at the beginning because our buddy Tanner... <laughs> was drinking a seltzer and he spilt it all over the place. Yeah, it wasn't good. Seltzer. So I was trying to like <laughs> fill in like like I was trying to talk about the Beach Boys, but it was just incoherent ramble about the Beach Boys. <laughs> Kahunaville. That, that was honestly doesn't sound too far off what we normally do. <laughs> no, I know, but it was you just... You incoherently rambling about the Beach Boys seems pretty on brand. It, I, I agree, but it was just a disaster. So honestly, good cover up by you. It was a disaster, but um, Vince... Uh, I'm a little hungover today. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Uh, You're wearing it, too. Yeah, you definitely. You definitely I'm extremely hungover. You don't look too good. Thanks, man. I mean, I always look no, handsome. No, I mean, you look great, but like, you know what I mean. I did lose weight five years ago. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew that. But uh, Pat said you tried to keep up with him, and that's never a good idea because yeah. we've yeah. all made that mistake. <laughs> I tried to keep up with O'Leary last night. Uh, I think we started drinking at like 3.30. I made yeah. that in mistake the only the second time I ever drank alcohol. That's true. And it changed me forever. <laughs> I felt so good because all Pat's empties were sitting on the table, and I was like, all right, he's at 12. I'm at like 10 right now. I was like, this is so doable right now. See, Pat? I look under the table. There's about seven or eight empties <laughs> under there. He hides them because he doesn't want to think his mother will think he's too much of a degenerate. And she'll be like, um... How many of you drank? And, and I'll be like, uh... It'll just be <laughs> embarrassing. <a> mom. <laughs> God. And it's not like she would be angry. She would just be disappointed. Yes, I understand. But, um... And his father probably would be proud. Wait, so... Oh, fuck. We started drinking at 3.30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long were we lasting? I went home at like 2 a.m. I was up till 4.30 in the morning. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> that's, a, that's a marathon drink. But I also had like a nervous breakdown like like in the middle of <laughs> drinking. You that I, I'm, I'm not going to talk about it on the air because, you know, that'll impact my personal life. Right, es- estimated how many beers did you kill, Pat? 22. And eight? 12. Oh, 12? Yeah. 12 is a lot for me. <laughs> I probably haven't had 12 beers in probably I mean, that's still a, a couple good years. Amount, yeah. But I was drinking Miller Lite, so it's like whatever. It's still beer. Yeah, it's Schuylkill River <laughs> piss. I had a rough night as well, honestly. Um, Why? What happened with you, Vince? He had Geno's. I, <laughs> I was down at my aunt's. Uh, yeah, but actually, I, I haven't had Geno's in a long time. I thought it was going to be way worse, like the rep it gets. I, get to, I get it's the tourist spot, but it's not that bad. But anyway, no, I was watching the, uh, the Bucks versus Saints, and I bet on the game, little same game parlay. And uh, I think it was about five or six legs in this parlay, and I fell... And Alvin Kamara touchdown short of five hundred and fifty dollars. That's not bad though. Listen, here's here's where I get confused. I had, I had a Leonard Fournette touchdown, a Leonard Fournette over on his yards, a Cameron Brait over on his yards, Alvin Kamara over on his yards, and the Bucks to cover plus seven and a half. Just needed that Kamara touchdown. And of course, the Let's one talk thing that, that I thought was the lock <laughs> is what fucks me. Let's talk about that Saints game real quick, though. Yeah, Besides you it. losing all your money. Um, let's, let's talk about the two old men going head to head. Yeah, like, what, do you, th- what do you think is going to happen uh, with these two guys? Like, Well, I think that was Breeze's last game. Uh, Jay Glazer, and he's like a... Jay pe- Glazer, the uh, the little guy that's also a big guy that, that has no hair. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, nah, but he usually doesn't... He's, he's, like, <laughs> he's like a little person that's buff. He's built like a mini fridge. Yeah. Yep. He is like a mini fridge. 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 <laughs> fridge. I'm out of control. Yeah, but Jake Glazer usually doesn't come out and say things like that unless he's like pretty certain. So, and the, did you see like he was get Breeze was pretty emotional yeah. walking off. I mean, yeah. to go out the way he did also. Yeah, it was Brutal. bad. Brutal. That was a bad game by uh, Mr. Breeze. 
Uh, not exactly the way you'd want to end such a great, great, legendary first ballot Hall of Fame career. Yeah. That's for sure. I, I don't think he makes the Hall of Fame, man. <laughs> he's the all-time touchdown leader. You know, sure. I, I and I don't think he's going to make the Hall of Fame, man. You know why? Hot take, Sheamus. No, no, he's going to make the Hall of Fame. But what they have yeah. to do, they have to name that uh, Superdome after Drew Brees. Yeah, fuck Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. It's always a The funny. Drew Brees Superdome. And then if you saw the videos post-game of Tom Brady coming out and uh, playing with Drew Brees and his kids, it's always funny to see how gracious Brady is in victory. He's oh, always yeah. gracious in victory, and he's a little bitch when he loses. That was one of the well, only yes. reasons I wanted the Saints to kind of win that, just to see if he would come out. I out. wanted the Saints to win until I made that bet and realized, hey, all of these legs lean toward... I need the Bucks to win this game, mm-hmm. so I have to root for them. I get yeah. really confused in that group chat when you guys send the like green checks. Our, all the, all <laughs> I don't that understand our group chat what it is, means. Our group chat is nothing more than a gambler's den at this point. <laughs> Everyone sends their... Put, put me in there. Ins- and the name of the group chat is called Flyers 2-0. and yeah. That's sick. I'm very confused. I about actually the whole think right thing. now it's called uh, Gina 2 0 because our one friend's girlfriend, we have her blindly put together parlays for us, and she's surprisingly on fire right now. Wow. Is so. she also attractive? Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> Get the fuck Is she attractive? I'm just asking. I don't know her. Question. Why are you looking ask, at me? I'm ask, not looking at you. Ask Sean. <laughs> That's his girlfriend. Oh, it's Sean's girlfriend. Yeah, Shawnee Z. Oh, well, I, I assume that Sean's girlfriend's attractive. Well, he because is attractive, he's so. Armenian. <laughs> that that's how it goes, yeah. <laughs> Armenian people tend to get a lot of uh a lot of attractive people in their lives. Look at Kim and Kanye. <laughs> Kanye's a stud. Oh yeah, te- definitely. <laughs> but uh anyway. Uh, he's Brit- a psychopath that, though. <laughs> that that one I can agree with. But uh I think that horrible Breeze performance kind of covered up for Brady because he also looked bad. Yeah, Despite yeah, what the yeah. numbers at the end of the game would say. He didn't look great. Well, also, it's two really old guys at the end of their careers. Yeah, so 100%. You, I don't know what people expect. I didn't expect... I expected no matter which team took the win here, they're going to lose next week in Lambeau. Bad. Yeah. It's no, going to be I, I 24 degrees and snowing in Lambeau. So going forward, what are, the, what are the Saints going to do at quarterback next year? That say, is a very good question. Say Breeze is done. They, they, they can't put the guy that plays 17 positions I mean, a, as their star. They have Jameis Winston, and they really wanted to roll with him. But apparently Sean Payton's allegedly a racist. That's Alleged. why that's why he didn't go with uh, Jameis. Why he, he went with Taysom Hill over Jameis, and people were saying, alleged? well, because <laughs> Jameis is black and Taysom is not. And is he? Ch- yeah, yeah. Wait, Taylor, <laughs> you okay? Is he? No, is he not mixed? Who? Taysom? It doesn't yeah. matter. Taysom Hill is white. No, Taysom no, Hill is white. white. Yeah. So I'm saying this, there's some BYU, Saints fans. Look, <laughs> my point is there's some Saints fans that accuse Sean Payton of being a, a racist. Sean, I don't know if he's racist. I just I don't Sean, think, I don't Sean know Payton loves uh, Taysom Hill for whatever reason. But uh, yeah, the, for whatever reason. So the Saints are losing their Hall of Fame quarterback. They're ninety-five million dollars over the cap, and they only have four picks in the draft <laughs> this year. The Saints are a disaster. That is a, that is not so. not ideal. They are entering Texans territory. Texans no, no, Eagles no, territory. No, 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 no. They're close. No, they're no, they're not even Texans close. Texans literally have no picks. Shameless. Oh, they don't have any picks. No. Oh god. Also, also, a, it's not even about the picks. It's just about like what the franchise looks like in the eyes of others. People still hold the Saints in a high regard being a winning franchise. Yeah, it's true. Well, the Saints are expected to win every year, year in, year out. It's right. kind of like the Eagles, how we're expected However, to do that. However, now it's like choking in the playoffs has become a yeah. New Orleans custom. Yeah, yeah. really. Ha- but they also get screwed by refs. So there's that. They did that one year, I will give you that. Yeah. But I was very happy. Because I, uh, I have a disposition against the Saints ever since Alvin Kamara decided that open his mouth and say that the Saints would have beat the Eagles in 2017. Every time he opens his mouth, I right. go I go blind a little bit. He he has a very nice... I Actually, he's a good grill. You you don't think Kamara was right in that at all? No. No. If the, I don't think if, anybody was stopping if the, the Eagles Saints, that year. I'm going to be honest. If the Saints couldn't beat the... If, let's say the Minnesota Miracle doesn't happen. I'm, I, I don't know how much... The, was, yeah, like right, but the Saints, the Saints win by what? Uh, how much would they have won by? What were they up by? Three or four? Three or four. They would have won by a three score, or four. Score, yeah. yeah. The Eagles blew the Vikings out of the water. I get that it's different teams, so different things can happen, but considering the fact that maybe you beat the Vikings by a score, we demolished them. All I know is once that play happened in the Minnesota game, it was like, all right, I think this is the Eagles Super Bowl. The interception? The interception? Yeah, I said, all right, I think this is the Eagles Super Bowl. I just, I don't see what uh, Alvin Kamara has to gain out of saying, if we would have beat this team that the Eagles demolished, we'd have them but we didn't we lost to that team like cool like what do you, you want to hang a banner like you didn't win do you want to hang a joe banner what the hell is that guy up to 
<laughs> what are what Joe Banner's up to right now? Did you Coach watch any Banner. other games this weekend? Though? I watched the uh, the Bills game, which what was a, what a fantastic. Uh, no, I, it was a snooze fest. But I mean, I, I was very intoxicated during that game. I thoroughly enjoy Josh Allen. I think he's a very he's very great. good player. He keeps getting better every. It's only his third year, but he keeps getting better and better. No, he's great for sure. Ta- and I also love Bills Mafia. I, I yeah. you know, they're I, definitely the fan base that we resonate most most there are, with. There are Absolutely, in the north. But uh, Lamar just he's. I don't think it's crazy. To, I, he's not. A, I don't think he. I go to go as far as these people saying like, oh, he's just a wide receiver. But he has. He, he's got some room. A lot of room to improve as a passer. Towers vacuuming in the background, by the way. What? <laughs> you don't hear that? No. Oh, okay. Never anyway. Mind. Um, so yeah, that was that was a a weird game, but uh, that sets up. Let's talk about the Chiefs game. Actually, Chiefs versus Browns. A lot of people were pulling for the Browns in this one. I was pulling for the Browns because I don't like why I don't have to see Pat Mahomes <laughs> every single year win the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, I he, he kind of just started. I know he just started, but like he's going to have like a couple more Super Bowls down the line. It would have been cool if the Browns won, but I knew the Chiefs were going to win. But yeah. it's kind of crazy that it was uh, actually so, close though. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. Mahomes goes out. You could tell that the whole game he had something in his foot bothering him. And then he goes out with a concussion, and uh, Chad Henney comes in. And first of all, Henny that interception that he threw in the end zone, like one of, that might be the worst. I've yeah, that's the, the worst yeah, throw yeah. I've ever seen with I my think own it was two eyes. One of the worst. Like, there's probably worse throws ever, but it, no, in a playoff. Game. Like, right, being a game I watched and saw that live, that's the worst throw I've ever seen. Yeah, by far. I think the Baker throw might have been worse because he literally pointed to the guy he was going to throw to. Yeah, that was a bad one too. Like, Oh, you're you're throwing at him? Oh, okay. Here, I'll just take that. Henny like, <laughs> just floated the ball yeah. up, and like when the camera panned downfield, there was just not a player in yeah. sight. That was atrocious. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, but it really depends on if Mahomes is going to be back if they're going to compete with the Bills. But actually, we got to go there. back a second to talk about how the game ended. Right. Uh, so the Browns were mounting their comeback, right, and uh, gets to be fourth and what was it? Fourth and two. Uh, they were about at midfield almost, and uh, the Chiefs decide to go for it, and it pays off for them. Andy Reid with the big balls. That was but awesome. Apparently, it was Eric Bieniemy, uh, hopeful future Eagles, future hopeful Eagles, Eagles coach. coach. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Call- said, I, I don't yeah. like his name. I, it throws me off. That's racist. Do you know Bieniemy? Do you know Bieniemy? You know the uh, Green Day song? Yes, yeah, it's I've actually about him. But uh. Like like Taylor said, they're gonna Mahomes is gonna play in that game. I I have no doubt about it. And but here's the thing: I, like people are saying, oh yeah, the Chiefs are gonna definitely beat the the Bills. I think the Bills have a shot, they even a sh- even yeah. against Mahomes. Yeah, they have a shot. They have a I, sh- I like the Bills. Against I'm not gonna Mahomes, say they actually. have no shot. Uh, so let's take picks right now. Who would you take in that game? Buffalo. Buffalo. What? Who would go? Pat? I'm pulling for Buffalo. I'm taking Buffalo. I don't easy. know. Seamus has so Buffalo. Your heart tells you game. Buffalo, but your mind tells you KC. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna I'm rolling with KC. I I. I am a uh, admitted Patrick Mahomes bandwagon fan. I, I do enjoy. I him. respect also, that. I I'd love to see Mahomes just practice this week because he did not look good getting up yesterday. Granted, no, he, he was up, like wobbly. He got up and he ran to the locker room. Okay, but when when he stood up, he yeah. was like, oh yeah, he was a man. And he literally fell twice as yeah, soon as he stood bad. up, and I was like, holy shit! So Sheamus is rolling with the Bills. Rolling with me Bills, and Pat, baby. With Bills Chiefs, mafia. Even though you're rooting for the Bills. Yep. Um, I think in the NFC we all share the same thought here. We all, I at least I want and think the Packers will win this game. Yes, I would much rather. I physically, it makes me physically ill to root for Tom Brady. Yes. So I'm gonna root for the Packers, and because I love that's like always been like my second team. And anyway. I think the Packers will win. I don't yeah. think the Packers. I, I, I don't think that game's gonna be close. No, at I this stage in his, at his, at this stage in Tom Brady's career, I don't see him going into a freezing cold Lambo and out dueling the MVP. You're, you're expecting also, a repeat of last week. A, Defense carrying them pretty much. Yeah, yeah, you'd you'd hope so if they were to win. And that defense mm-hmm. only—not to say that the Bucks' defense isn't good because they are. Like Devin no, they're, White, they're, Devin they're White legit. is yeah. Devin White is legit. But it definitely helps that Drew Brees couldn't complete a pass ten yards down the field. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a different beast entirely. So then, what's our uh, potential Super Bowl matchups then with our picks? Uh, I w- I would say I would it's going to be Chiefs versus Packers, and I don't know who's going to win that. Packers, I would Bills. like to see Packers Bills. Packers Obviously, Bills. Obviously, like I just said, I would like to see the Bills win. But because I, I don't know, I get 2017 Eagles vibes off this Bills team, and yeah. that's that's what I love about it. It's just it, they all year awesome. I've been riding. Uh, Chiefs will repeat, so I think I got to stick on that. Just to not change up now. You have to be consistent. Vince. I have to be consistent. You have to be very consistent. Consistency is key. I want this. I kind of am pulling for the Chiefs because I want to see Mahomes build this 
case to be the greatest when it's all said and done. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. that'd be fun to see. But listen, I, I think that already he's the most talented quarterback we've ever watched. Probably. Like, yeah. the only one that's comparable is Rodgers, and he's it, it already like it looking like he's more talented. Not to say that he's greater, obviously. Brady is the greatest, but strictly talent speaking. Sure. Mahomes I just is unreal. I just don't want to hear... Like Andy Reid Appreciation Day again at, at local radio stations <laughs> if they win again because I love Andy. He already got his ring. You know, don't blow this guy again if he repeats. Why? I mean, did you because see? The, there's no point. Did you see the stat uh, from the other night? <laughs> Why? Only, only two teams because have, he has nothing to do with this city at all. Only two <laughs> teams in the NFL have ever hosted uh, the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship like three straight conference titles at home and both teams were coached by Andy Reid. Wow, that's the pretty Eagles impressive. and the Chiefs. See Bob got a job. Bill O'Brien, yeah, yeah he's yeah. Uh, the new Alabama offensive coordinator. How does Bob get a job before Dougie well, P? Well, because he's going to college. It's a whole different game than there. And Nick yeah. Saban's going to run it anyway. Yeah, so Nick Saban, matter. he's yeah. He would it Saban, would it Saban get his sixth uh, title, sixth ring? This is why Saban is the greatest coach in college and maybe even like you can put him just in greatest coach conversation because his staff turns over damn near every year. Yeah. I mean, he almost every year he's losing his coordinators, he's losing his strength and conditioning coaches, and they're all taking different jobs and going to other teams and moving up. I mean, half, half the battle in college is recruitment. Yeah, but I'm saying it's in, insane to see how he turns over his staff at such a yeah. high no, rate. No, it's amazing. Let alone the players. But uh, speaking I mean, of everybody, coaching, everybody wants to be there, right? Yeah, I mean, that's it's a, like his biggest boon is that like everyone literally wants to go to Bama. If you talk to any football player in high school, like their number one school is usually going to yeah, be yeah. A five star recruit is not even guaranteed to start. Yeah. Right, it's insane. Yeah, they're they're great. Nick Saban, one of the greatest uh, coaching though for the Eagles. Uh, it's, it's at least we're not the Texans. Let's start off there. Not yet. Uh, Adam Schefter came out and said they are the most undesirable job in, yeah. in all. In a I very, was so happy also, to a, hear that. In a very confusing <laughs> tweet, by the way. It took me like yeah. three reads to get what he was meaning because it it was like, isn't this the same thing? But I get what he's saying now. If every head coaching job was vacant, they would be the last, which is surprising. But uh, I think that Taylor just said he doesn't think Eric Bieniemy is going anywhere, so that would not be good. Brian Badal came out today for the the Bills offensive coordinator. He has no interest in our job, and he's staying in Buffalo. I don't blame him. Uh, we lost one of our we, we lost two guys who we were interested in. Arthur Smith, the offensive coordinator of the he was offensive coordinator of the Titans. He went to the Falcons, and we lost I forget his name, but the defensive coordinator of uh, the Rams went to where did he go? Pat, do you know? I forget. Who did he just who did he just sign Offense with? Corner of the Rams. He He just signed with someone and I can't remember who. Now oh the awkward. Chargers. The Chargers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chargers. Go, oh, good for him. He gets to stay in the same city. There uh, you go. the Detroit Lions made a weird Brandon weird Stanley. Yeah, the yeah, that's his name, the guy from There's the Stanley. Rams. What yeah, he's the, now the head yeah, coach Stanley. of the Chargers. What did the Lions do? The Lions hired uh I don't know his name again, sorry. He is an assistant head coach and tight end coach of the New Orleans Saints as their head coach. That is that's bizarre. That's, that's weird. That's a little bizarre. Uh the Eagles interviewed Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator of the Patriots. He's looking like he's going to be the favorite. They interviewed like all day. Today they interviewed Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator of the Bucks. And that's really it. And then, I mean, the only other candidate that's really still out there for us is Deuce, and well, he's not going anywhere. And the two yeah. Ryan brothers. <laughs> I think I still think Brian Westbrook had one of the best tweets today. He said, uh, head coach, he wants Deuce. He wants to be offensive coordinator. No, of course I saw he, this. he wants T.O. to come back as wide receiver coach. He wants the O-lineman coach to be Trey Thomas. He wants the quarterback coach to be Donovan McNabb. <laughs> is this a reunion or like... Seth Joyner, defensive coordinator. That would actually make sense. Seth Joyner should definitely be involved. Imagine the locker room with T.O. and McNabb that coaching the team. That would be fucking toxic and, Seth and I would love every second Seth of it. Seth Joyner is legit one of the most intimidating men you can stand in Yeah. Oh my god. Dude, I met him the one time at the other studios. Yeah. Like I was talking to him with John and I was like intimidated. Like just like being in his presence. It's a casual conversation, but, but in the back of your mind, it's like, I think this no, man's dude, about to tackle me. This man, it started off with like, hey, how are you? Whatever. And, like, and I'm intimidated because like this guy's a legend. And then number two, he just like John asked him a question about like uh, a random play from like the, the, the game like the week before. And he literally like sat down and talked about this specific play for like 30 minutes. And yeah, why, like, it was a 
the bad, the wrong call. He's like, the ultimate football guy. I mean, you should. Yeah. T- uh, his Twitter is out of control. He really doesn't give a shit. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm I would, surprised they didn't suspend his account. That would be a wild staff, considering that T.O. and McNabb still jab at each other. Yeah, I I'm love pretty sure like the, uh, two weeks that would ago, never happen. T.O. came out with yeah, that bleacher report. Like two thing. weeks ago, T.O. said that. It's like common knowledge amongst the teammates that Donovan McNabb was out drinking the night before the Super Bowl, and that's yeah. why he was like sick. Uh, who knows? But that would be a mess. Seamus, what do you think? You're an expert on that. On what? <laughs> hangovers. Being sick after drinking. <laughs> I'm just a bitch. That's why I get hangovers. Oh. But, uh, you and Donovan. It, starting today, McDan- McDaniels. I don't think I've ever been compared to Donovan McNabb before. There's a first. Until well, I today. didn't compare you to him. What? I did. He I did. Oh. You know, the producer doesn't even pay attention to the show. <laughs> but, uh, Mc- Out of control. McDaniels is now the f- like overwhelming favorite to be our next they coach. They should bring in Josh like, McCallum to be the head coach. I would like him as a quarterback coach. I would fucking love that. But <laughs> the, thing, the thing I'm not understanding is uh, a lot of people, for some reason, seem like they're very, very against McDaniels. Like, Twitter is overwhelmingly negative on him. Because people think he's nothing without Brady. I've, I mean, there are some numbers that would show that he did help Brady a little bit and also I've heard from what I've heard he's like a hard coach and if the plan is and the plan is whatever it is at this point but if it's to bring back Carson and roll with Carson as your guy he needs to be coached hard no more softball shit press Taylor was nothing more than a friend to Carson he didn't push him yeah he was going out on dates with their girlfriends like you need a John DeFilippo who's gonna get on Carson's ass and make it Make it an, be annoying and what about this? push them. What if about make, this for head coach? Go for it. Bring back Wentz. Make him head coach. <laughs> Just Love give him it. all the power. <laughs> Just like he's going to player like, coach. He'll be, he'll be GM. He'll what be do, head coach. What do we think about McLean's? That's who it was, right? Yeah. Jeff, Jeff McLean. McLean. Dude, he came I out with a. Talk uh, about that. Yeah, oh let's talk God. about that. He came out with a. That article pretty, was like scary. I didn't see it. What was it? He it's came like, out with yeah, it, it was a whole a, thing it was about a Carson. Big, like my dad was reading it in the actual Inquirer today. I read it online. Some like of it was week, bullshit. The fathead thing was blown way out of proportion. Yeah. I oh, that he has a fathead of Wentz in his. He made it seem like Roseman has a shrine of Carson in his office. Yeah. When in reality, it's it's a big poster for the whole Eagles, and then they have. A fathead of Wentz and a fathead of Fletcher Cox on both sides. Yeah, that's that's not nearly as bad as he made it seem. I I but understand that, but it, it is kind of. I don't think it's very I mean, professional. Really, not it's like his all. two best I players. Mean, it's completely yeah, I mean, unprofessional. You're looking at well, it's not like that Carson is the best player. It's your two like fran- franchise. It's your franchise player on offense and defense. Yeah, I don't think that's that it's crazy. Like when you when you McLean think of made the it, Eagles offense, you see Carson Wentz. Yeah, you think of the Eagles defense, but he's the Fletcher general Cox, manager. Like, yeah. It, like, he's, he's not a fan. But yeah, I he's get not it, a 10-year-old. Yeah. I get it. I'm just saying, when he the way he spelled it out, I thought that there was just one sole fathead, yeah. like 20 foot long of Carson Wentz, and that yeah. was it. In there's, co- like, there's like candles yeah. around like in the right. major league. <laughs> like With the context, it wasn't as bad. But something that was interesting was McLean said, uh, more often than not, Carson was killing off Doug's play calls with little to no explanation. Yeah. So... That they might, said it was out of spite because right. he and Doug were on such bad terms. But that yeah. makes sense. But does does that not make you think maybe Doug's play calling wasn't so bad if Carson was changing the play at the line of scrimmage almost all the time? Yeah, who was the, the, the play caller? It was actually Wentz. And he constantly was well, missing you, open people. I mean, he if you there. listen to Carson when he's playing, you hear kill, kill, kill. Like, almost every play. Almost yeah. Every, yeah, almost every play. Every play. He's killing almost all of the play calls. Uh, so that makes you think... Is Doug's play calling really that bad, or were him and Carson just not getting along? And Carson was, I'm yeah. going to call my own place. I think Carson staged a coup. <laughs> he might have. He might have. Carson <laughs> staged an insurrection. But especially now, when you look at the when you look at the candidates that we have left in front of us, and you get a report like that, doesn't it make you think like, damn, maybe the Eagles should have just kept Doug? Yeah. I mean, I've been on no, this 100%. boat from the beginning, but like. I think they should have kept Doug. Yeah, How Howie stupid. Roseman has a job is beyond me. But I, I disagree with... So his his future vision, as Doug said, was to promote Press Taylor to offensive coordinator. That's I disgusting. disagree with that. But I do get the fact that he didn't want to be there eventually because they weren't letting him pick his coaches. They weren't right. letting him have really any power as a head coach. I don't blame Doug. I, I think don't. Howie I don't has, uh, has... But I think he should have just quit. I, I think he... I think he dodged a bullet by not How, being here next season. But listen, Howie's got some dirt that, on that. I Jeffrey think we Lurie. have to come to. I swear to God, yeah. he does. Either that or he sucks his dick. Every we have night. to come to terms with the fact on. that Jeffrey Laurie is like becoming more and more like Jerry Jones. He's becoming a pushover. Like he wants, he wants his hand far too in the mix on this. I agree. I Him and disagree. Roseman want puppets. I disagree. I think Howie's the one that's more like Jerry Jones than anything. I think really? Howie's got. Yeah, I think Howie's got Laurie on his fucking. 
on the strings, dude. Like, but that's just, like, I think he's like playing but, with everything. I, but he, I the think roles are reversed then. No, 100%. It's stupid. Well, here's, here's because Lori's just a pushover, I think. Here's something that goes back to Lori, and this is actually kind of, I think, bad news for the Eagles. But uh, Jordan, uh, Jordan, Jason Peters Jordan. said that he wants to play another year. 39 years old, and baby. And you know the Eagles are going to bring him back because that's Jeffrey no, Lori's best play friend. With the Eagles. He said that. I, good. I don't know. Thank I was God. so happy. I don't want him here. He's he said, an Eagles, he said, oh, Eagles what legend, it? whatever, but bro, it's it's done. This is way worse than the bringing back Ryan Howard and Chase Utley thing. So, yeah. so much it's worse. It's like 10 years too late. He said he wants to play one more season, but direct quote, probably won't be in Philly. Fine. Do whatever you want. But like, where is he going? He's going to go. He's going to go. No He's going to go to the Jets for a year. No respect. I don't even think they would. No, because he would get their whoever they draft killed. If Adam Gase was (laughs) still there, then yeah. (laughs) I'm surprised. I'm surprised he got fired. He did such a good job. (laughs) Speaking of the draft, uh, we bring him. Hey, bring Gase to Philly. Oh, Gase. He's not. I don't know. I don't know where he's going to get a job at. He's he's probably not. People were legitimately saying on Twitter he should be our offensive coordinator, and I thought I was ready to put a bullet in my brain. The only good years he's ever had was when he had Peyton Manning. Yeah. But anyway, I, di- Manning's I digress. Manning. Gase of the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be a good hashtag if we did sign him. But um, as far as drafting goes, Devontae Smith really fucked us by deciding to have one of the greatest games ever in the national championship. That was brutal. Like 215 yards and three touchdowns in one half and then didn't even play the second half. Yeah. yeah. Like, got injured, unfortunately. Yeah, so hey, yeah. hey, he that, might have. Maybe that's our saving grace. <laughs> yeah. However, I would be happy with uh, Jamar Chase if we did end up with him and yeah. Smith got taken first. A lot of people forget. You know, we all love Justin Jefferson, except for Harry Roseman. He does not love Je- Justin Jefferson. He hates so, Justin um, Jefferson. But in that McLean article, did you see that? How he was trying to put the blame on Doug for that? Yes. That was hilarious. Because Howie's a fucking weasel. <laughs> that how, was fucking hilarious. How many people to have to come out and say like? A lot of players that have left the Eagles in with a bad taste in their mouth mm-hmm. have done so, and which have been a lot in the past couple of right, years. And it's been Howie <laughs> Roseman. Yeah, it's it's been Howie Roseman, and it's just simple as that. But as much as people love Justin Jefferson, the year that Jefferson and Chase shared at LSU, uh, Chase won whatever the award is called in college for the best receiver in the nation. Mm-hmm. So like this, Jamar Chase is really that fucking says good. Something. He sat out this year, which maybe some people forgot because you know it's a "What have you done for me lately?" kind of thing. But he's very good, so I would be happy with him. But I just wanted to point that out. Uh, I think they should draft DK Metcalf. <laughs> You're a couple years too late on that, oh, buddy. Damn it! Urban Meyer to the Jags was a good hire, though. Uh, I think that he might. It'll be interesting. It will some, be. Interesting. Some people don't think he's gonna like be good. I mean, you never know. With college coaches going to the NFL for the first job, you don't know. Yeah, I think he should have just stayed in college. Well, he it was. Either, I think he got blackballed from college. Yeah, I think it was either that or he didn't come back. Yeah, he's got enough money though. He could. Yeah. He could have just retired. I think he said that he was pretty firm, and I'm not coming back unless like you guys have the number one pick because I'm only coaching Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, don't blame him. Wow, why else? I would don't you blame him in the slightest. No, there's no other mm. reason to go through with that, with that shitty franchise. But yeah, the Eagles are a mess. Uh, let's pivot to a team that is also a mess. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies. They made a good signing though. They signed. Uh, Archie. Talk about it. They Talk signed uh, Archie Bunker. He's coming back. Uh, and he immediately wasted no time in tweeting uh, signed Nobody JT. got that? Yeah, Nobody got I that? I fucking love that. Did, did anybody hear what I just said? No, I missed Crickets, it. Sorry. I said they signed Archie Bunker. Do you know who Archie uh, Bunker is? No. Uh, Taylor, yes, do I you do. know who Archie Bunker is? No. What? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> Why? You don't know who Archie Bunker is? No. All right. <laughs> Hold on. Let me pull this up real quick. This is great. I got to stall real quick, though, because, uh, yeah, the Phillies in reality. I'm be honest, both of your parents would probably be so disappointed in you. The Phillies in reality signed Archie Bradley. And uh, whatever. He's he's a good reliever. Dude. I, I need to I need to have like ten Archie Bradleys. Like <laughs> I like not one. Hey, he wasted no time but, on but they also offered JT. Yeah, they offered say, JT he, a uh, he tweeted sign JP. Progress. Yes, he did. So there's, um, there's progress there. It's they're not like I heard about Dombrowski going out over Christmas and like he his his wife or something, their family lives like a couple miles away from JT in Oklahoma. So dude, now you're sounding like a QAnon guy. Like, why? No, they, this was a story, dude. There's no reason. <laughs> now sh- this is a story. It shouldn't have taken this long to uh, oh, make no, an no, offer no. to JT. Absolutely not. But well, they had to figure out their front office. Let's go first, back to which shouldn't have taken as long. Let's go back to Archie Bradley. Um, Archie Bunker. Archie Bunker. And I mean? called him Archie Bunker, 
And Archie Bunker is from a it. fictional character from the 1970s American television sitcom All in the Family. And its spinoff, Archie Bunker's Place. Yeah, I've never seen either. Played by Carol O'Connor. Bunker, a main character of the series, is a World War II vet, blue-collar worker, and family man. So that's what the that's a joke I made. Yeah, I've never seen the if show. If this podcast was around... The joke's even more unfunny now. If this podcast <laughs> was around like 30, 40 years ago... When people, podcasts went around. <laughs> people would have laughed at that. But if Seamus had a radio show Sha- 30 or 40 years ago... But, uh, like, I would never talk like that. Like, how come, like, news news people... Like, I was watching... Because they want to be like Regis. I, I guess. I was watching, like, the election results from, like, 1970-something. Like, and it was... I don't know why. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to do so that. Odd. That didn't click until Taylor said, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Wait." <laughs> I wanted to do that, and it's available on the uh, the hell's the YouTube. So I'm watching the this. YouTube. I'm watching this, okay, and boomer. I would pay an unreasonable <laughs> amount of money to see your YouTube history. <laughs> I could pull it up. I would love to hear. But all it's of gonna the, be like side boob, like we'll, we'll do that later. Nine eleven conspiracy, Mister Skin. You're like half right. <laughs> But uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so they all these old-fashioned newscasters and broadcasters like had this such phony uh, way of speaking that they all sounded the same. Yeah, and they're I mean, like, it's still happening. They're like, well, Richard Richard Nixon is, ladies and gentlemen, going to be your next president, and he is going to fly away in a helicopter in disgrace. Like shit like that. There's nothing funnier than Seamus ducking Phillies conversations because he's just so <laughs> sad that they're going to stink. Well, the thing about the Phillies is, man. Your, I, your Facebook post yesterday, I think it was that, a that, made, that made me laugh. I was going to say, rolling. I sent out a tweet slash Facebook post. I like double whammied it. Um, Wait, is your Twitter connected to your Facebook? It's not. I did that for like for a day or two and then people started to block me on Facebook. Yeah, because his whole family's nuts. So. So. Um, <laughs> I've posted on Facebook, I said, I can't wait until my entire spring and summer is ruined by the Phillies. As much as they drive me crazy, I miss them so much. Bring on the torture, I thrive on pain. Which is true. We've learned to thrive on pain as Philadelphia sports fans. And I'm just, I was sitting, um, back in high school, I used to sit in like religion class or something while they were telling me not to wear condoms. And um, so I'd be sitting there. I would ate that class. (laughs) (laughs) sitting there in religion class and I would just be like I would write out like mock lineups because I'm a geek and so it would be like whatever it would be like I don't know I don't even know who was on the Phillies like Ty Wigginton and fucking (laughs) (laughs) Todd Pratt and like all these random ass people but like I was I started to do that yesterday and I was like I don't even like know like who's on the team anymore like I know I have Alec Baum, who who I'm excited about. Boom, 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 I know boom, I have the shorts. Boom. I don't know what's going on with shortstop because I don't know if Didi's back, and I don't know if uh, wants if back. Segura's back either. Yeah. But I know the right side of the infield set with Hoskins and um, and Kingery. <laughs> set. In right. Is Reese gonna still stink? <laughs> Reese Hoskins got a substantial raise, by the way. He Which went is wild. Still. He went from about six fifty to I think he's making five and a half million this year. Substantial raise. Bounce back here. Come on. I, I fucking hope. I so. don't think he's any good. Ooh. I don't. I don't. He's I coming back he, from Tommy I John hope you're surgery. Wrong. He's going to miss uh, the first <clears throat> month or two of the season anyway. That couple months when he was good, that was sick. Remember when like there <laughs> the was last a, time I paid yeah. And basically what it was, it was a two week stretch, and he hit like eighty home runs within like a two week span, and then like pitchers found out how to pitch to him. Yeah. That was yeah, that was uh, fun for a while. That was amazing. I mean that that was so much fun. But uh, now it's Kingery's got to get his shit together too. The Phillies sort of are like, like the, the current state of politics in the United States, where you have like a coup attempt and like transition. Somebody doesn't want to. I'd like, argue the Eagles are more in that state. Somebody doesn't want to like leave the presidency, <laughs> and then there's another guy being inaugurated. It's just like there's so many things happening. Uh, Ken, Ru- Ken Rosenthal said that uh, it looks like uh, JT is going to come back. When did Let's he say that? Two hours go. ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why I didn't get all Archie Breaking! Either. Breaking Ar- from the nosebleeds. <laughs> Archie, no, Archie Bradley an hour ago quoted <laughs> that tweet and uh, put the Ric Flair, like, screaming. Like, oh. So he's 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 uh, connecting with Bradley. the fan base. I tried to get uh, Archie Bradley on here, too. <laughs> the best was somebody tweeted earlier. It was a conversation. It was a quote-unquote conversation between Bryce and Archie. Yo, Arch, all you got to do is just tweet this. And he goes, oh, okay. Yeah. Will the fans like me? He goes, don't worry about it. <laughs> right. Exactly. But, but like, going forward, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to kind of not change topics, but I was going to 
say something different from baseball. So go ahead, finish what you were well, saying. Well, no, the thing that I was going to say had nothing to do oh, with baseball. I was going to say if you two need like uh, something to attach yourselves to for a victory, Conor McGregor fights this weekend, Let's and he'll go, be repping your motherland. I don't even like. I mean, get into sh- like fights like that. McGregor's I love UFC. If McGregor's not getting to get you invested in a fight, I don't know who the hell. No, else he is. would out of well Floyd Mayweather. A UFC fight? Well, whatever. I'm just yeah. talking about fights in general. I love like, the UFC. A fight that I would like pay thousands of dollars to watch. Well, would, you're, what would be Floyd Mayweather versus Michael Vick? Rocky versus Apollo Creed. Michael Michael random. Vick versus Floyd Mayweather. Why? <laughs> because that would be sick. Would it? I, I no. think it would be. I think Vic it would be would get knocked out. I don't think he would. I'd want to see uh, what you call it. I met Vic in a Wawa one time. He is uh, ripped. What's John Gruden's son's name? This was like ten years ago. <laughs> the though. one that's his a son? fucking meathead. No idea. Not his brother. Deuce Gruden, I think. Deuce Gruden. I think his name is Deuce. Oh Gruden wait, yeah, he does have like a son named Deuce. Yeah, dude, he's he's the strength and conditioning coach for the Raiders. By the way, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys saw this. I don't know if you guys saw this article that came out earlier, but this is from the TMZ, which is always reliable. Uh, I mean, sadly, they are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they actually they break celebrities' deaths pretty yeah. well before the families even know. Yeah. But Lil Wayne's been dead three times. It's called journalism, <laughs> and that was Big a great J segue journalism. because uh, this article says it looks like Lil Wayne could be let off the hook in his federal gun case by none other than President Trump. I was cracking oh, up. It's Trumpito. in his Cryptic. last in his last day. He's impeaching, uh, not impeaching. He's, well, he's uh, impeaching himself. What's the word? Pardoning, pardoning hundred people. Apparently, so he's reportedly expected to pardon the rapper before his Why term is, ends. Like, not that I don't want Little Wayne to be pardoned, but uh, I'm sure he's going to pardon a bunch of other shitty people. Why is it that he's just allowed, like on his last day, to just say "fuck it, free them all"? Because he's a it, jackass. No, it's just like shouldn't there be something? Like, him. There should be like, every something, president's done that, right? But there should be like something against that. No, but that's just part of the thing. Right, presidential pardons are part of like right, but like the deal. You shouldn't just be allowed to unleash a hundred of them on your last day. That's what a lot of presidents do. Right. And I'm saying right well, now that none of them should be able to do it. Oh, I disagree back. with that. I disagree with that because actually... Carter pres- Six coming soon. Are they going to pardon Snowden? My good friend. No, then it doesn't Wayne. matter. Probably not. Until Snowden is pardoned, it's bullshit. But because he's a fucking hero. President Obama did something that was... And your brother will was, agree with me on that. That was pretty admirable. President uh, Obama did. I think in his last couple weeks in office, he, um, he pardoned eight. Shit ton of nonviolent drug uh, drug yes. offenders. Good, and uh, he could have done a lot more. But I mean, at least he did Edward that. Snowden needs to be pardoned yesterday. I mean, I agree with that. And he's then, a hero. I think he's happy in Russia at this point. I don't even think he wants to come. Back. I th- I'm pretty sure on Rogan, he's he's said that he wants the way, to come home. No, Ju- Julian Assange right. deserves to be pardoned <laughs> yeah, so, too. So to say, if not as much. It, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's the funny thing. They pardon all these people, but uh, like guys that actually do. Like heroic things, like like I think Edward Snowden is one of the like prime examples of like a hero because he could have easily just kept his mouth shut and continued to live his life, but An he knew patriot. he knew exactly what he was going to go through if he did what he did and he still did it anyway, and like that's the true, you know, like meaning of being a hero. Honestly, yeah. that's what Captain America did, dude. I mean, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but here's the thing: Edward <laughs> Snowden is Captain America. <laughs> here's the thing about guys like Snowden and and Assange. It's like, listen. The government keeps shit from us. They've always kept secrets from us. It's kind of part of the thing. And I respect them for like trying to like alert the people as to like what the government's doing behind the scenes. But at the same time, they both knew that what they were doing is illegal. So I mean, right, but I mean, illegal. there are still our laws that right. you have to follow. But I mean, the following the law would have been letting the government illegally spy on all of us. I know, but like didn't we already assume that that was going on but anyway? Like the government was breaking the law. Not at that point. But they always broke the law. Like well, in the yeah, history but of Yeah, that doesn't our... mean they shouldn't be exposed. At yeah. that point, no, and now we all know. Now we all know what's going on because he told us. Well, I mean, even before that, though, after, like, I hate to bring up 9-11 again, but, like, after 9-11 when George Bush uh, did the Patriot Act. Right. It was just, you know. I mean, I still think what Snowden did wasn't. I mean, it was good for us. It was bad for the government, but... Speaking of 9-11, pull up your YouTube history. Please. All right, yeah, I got to pull up my YouTube history real quick. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's see here. I got to go click the YouTube button. Who, who wants to do prop bets? What's going to be the first thing? <laughs> Ooh, I did not realize I watched that. Oh, the 90s power hour. I guarantee it. Uh, so which I, I give you... Were you um, last night. <laughs> <laughs> we were t- They removed it from YouTube. The well, 90s power hour. Uh, so it, it's on Vimeo. Still, what should I? What should I read up. to you? The first ten. Yeah, let's, let's top see what ten. You got. Uh, let's see here. Brian Wilson interview, nineteen eighty four. 
Tammy Show Beach Boys performance. <laughs> the Beach Boys Fun 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 Live. <laughs> and she'll have fun, yes, fun, I, fun I, I, till yes. her daddy takes the tea bird away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> A coronavirus coronavirus briefing. Donald Trump talks about <laughs> models, which is actually <laughs> What it was so there's a there's a genius YouTube editor named Vic genius. Berger, he is awesome. Like he he just edits all these. I, I think I think I'm familiar with his work. <laughs> He's tremendous. In fact, I'm going to send uh, Taylor this this audio real quick. It's only a minute long. Um, but so Donald Trump is basically uh with Dr. Burks, who was a heavily present at most of the early coronavirus briefings, and she was talking about models, meaning like what the models are showing, like yeah. the coronavirus trends and such. And Donald Trump made a remark with, where he was like, yeah, the models are great. I'm not used to models, not these kind of models anyway. <laughs> and basically he was just like saying, like just bragging about him having affairs with models back in the day. Real quick, I feel like we would be uh, remiss if we didn't wish everyone a happy MLK day and acknowledge yeah. that. Yes, happy MLK I day. I was just going through, I almost forgot. But uh, yeah. Great day. I just read a fantastic thread on Twitter actually that talked a lot about MLK. And here, roll yeah. that, and then we'll. Speaking of the that. government uh, killing people, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Once you talk about socialism, they get you right out of the paint. Yeah. Also, not to mention the fact, and this is something that I he was just gaining too much power. This is something that people like think is tinfoil hat shit, but it's it's definitely not. The use of the black and white pictures for the civil rights era. When colored photos were completely and 100 percent a thing, yet every time you see a picture of Rosa Parks or Martin Luther King, they're all in black and white. And I feel like they do do that kind of stuff to make you think that it was much longer ago than it was, because a lot of people that were alive at the time of the civil rights era are alive now and not that that old. Mm -hmm. Like it didn't happen that long ago. And I do feel like they use these black and white pictures to make you think like it was forever ago because colored photos were very much a thing. Well, not only that, like my brother and I were talking about like what we learned in grade school about Martin Luther King, which was completely different than high school. It's like, really? I feel like it's all been the same. Basically for us, it was like, yeah, MLK uh, did all these great things for civil rights and just now and white people and black people all get along and there's no yeah, racism. and now we're all cured. MLK yeah. just came and he ended racism forever. Yeah, it was like the, the hydroxychloroquine with Trump uh, and COVID. Speaking of. Here we go. He's got the audience. If another up. major metropolitan area ends up having an epidemic like the New York metro area, that could dramatically change not the model, but the reality of the impact of this virus on Americans. And by the way, the models show hundreds of thousands of people are going to die. You know what I want to do? I want to come way under the models. The professionals did the models. I was never involved in a model. But it's this kind of a model. But you know, <laughs> hundreds oh of thousands of people who say, oh I want much less than wow. I want to come way under the... And then the video goes on to him, like, basically, like, groping uh, women yeah. at, at, with uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> but he's a he's a fucking mess. So he's not used to dealing with uh, coronavirus and, like, medical charts and models like that, but he's used to dealing with... Uh, well, his wife other is models. Model, but, uh, so. Seamus, to go... True. To go back to what you were saying... Somehow. Uh... Oh, and it just actually just somehow she's what gorgeous. were you? Oh, uh, about MLK and what you learned in school. Uh, it's it's all been it, like hard. Like you don't learn about any it's of the real shit until like you do your own uh, study. Oh, absolutely. Like, so I mean, it's all like, like it's, how was the uh, how was the burning of Black Wall Street like something I didn't know about until like a year ago? Oklahoma City. How how was that something that like I just never heard of until because like your a year ago? Are whitewashed. It's it, crazy. Because I, I literally as we were sitting in the parking lot out there waiting for you to get here. I my friend uh, quote tweeted this great thread on Twitter. I just sent it to both of you guys. It it like opened my eyes. It was fucking crazy because it's literally just probably like a twelve or thirteen post thread about MLK and all the things that he did and like what kind of person he was. And it just it blew my mind because right. when you think of MLK, you don't think of like a guy that was um, necessarily. I mean, obviously he was outspoken, but you don't think of him as very aggressive. You think of him like more in a Gandhi sense where he's supposed to be peaceful, but he was not. He was more of a guy that was like very aggressive in the sense that he didn't back down, obviously, but it was also... Because he had to, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But also like um, one of the things that they said, like he always was strapped, yeah. which was, was just like... You wouldn't even think that because they compare him to Gandhi right. so much. It's like he had to be talked into the nonviolence kind right. of stuff. He didn't like immediately agree with that. And then, People like, had to say to him like, yo, we got to go with nonviolence because like 
Right. It's, it's and then like working. the very little that you did learn about Malcolm X, it was like, oh, well, he didn't have to be so mean about it. I never like, learned about him. I'm going to be honest. I, I, I think that it might have been in passing in high school, but like it's just never been like they never portray him in a positive light. Yeah. If I had had I know for a fact if I had had a different this one different teacher in high school for a class, I would have learned a lot about him. But I, I wish I had at this point just so I actually knew more about him. But I really I really don't right. know much about the guy. But like, the shit with MLK, I nothing annoys me more than when like white people weaponize his words like yeah. against black people. Like, oh, like like, for example, when Black Lives Matter protests are happening and police escalate violence and then shit starts getting broken. You see all these idiots on uh, Twitter or Facebook with their thin blue line profile pictures saying yeah. speaking for a dead man. St- saying yeah. Martin Luther King would never want you guys to act like this. Well, they only invoke, like, they only invoke MLK when it's convenient for them. That's and, what I mean. Yeah, literally. In like that you, thread, it talks about that a ton. The only quotes you ever hear from white people quoting MLK is like the I have a dream yeah. thing about like everyone. There are a lot, a lot, a lot of other speeches where MLK is saying not shit like that. Like he's yeah. being outspoken against white people, which like is good for him. Like I said well, with... Uh, with the nonviolent stuff, like he was, he supported rioting. Yeah, like he, he, he said, wasn't, uh, "What's the he quote?" Wasn't a but he was a protest. No, he, he said he's, he's on quote saying he riots did, like, are the riots are the voice of the unheard. Mm-hmm. But he what did he, also preach civil disobedience. No, I know. But like, ri- that was like a core thing. That quote still rings true. Riots are the voice of the unheard. What are you yeah. supposed to do when your uh, your pains fall on well deaf ears for MLK's daughter Mm -hmm. Bernice sent out I don't know if you saw her tweet today no I didn't but she said please don't act like everyone loved my father he was assassinated a 1967 poll reflected that he was one of the most hated men in America most hated yeah many who quote him now and evoke him to deter justice today would likely hate and many already hate the authentic king did you and she's right did you ever see the uh, tweet the guy that was trolling on Twitter a couple years back where uh he was a verified account, like a, I think he was like a meme page, but he was verified, and he changed his profile picture to the FBI logo and changed his name to the FBI, and he tweeted, just because we killed MLK doesn't mean we can't miss him. Oh, yeah, yeah, And oh, they, Twitter, yeah. like, banned him. That was him. hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> that that was a good one, but uh, no, her, her tweet's completely right. I mean, everyone just acts like, oh, MLK came and ended racism. That's not how it worked. The people hated him so much that they murdered him. Yeah, he literally yeah. got assassinated. Like, it wasn't so lovey-dovey like they despise the man by the way nothing more than wanting uh equality by the way taylor not not to get off topic no, here go ahead but uh phil specter died yesterday what's your immediate reaction speaking of somebody getting killed yeah well he murdered a uh waitress actress lady yeah, yeah and i mean he says that she killed herself but he was certainly convicted of the, the murder the man is out of his fucking skull well now he's dead but yeah, um, now he's dead. don't yeah. speak ill of the dead. Yeah. <laughs> but if it wasn't for Phil Spector, there'd be no uh, wall of sound. Be my, be my baby, Ronettes, Ronnie Spector. Are you guys familiar with Wait. Phil Spector? No, no. Okay. He was you a told ge- me about him yesterday. Yeah. I zoned out. I'll tell you what. Honest. He was a genius. He was he was a musical arranger genius. What got you down to this, <laughs> like, pre eighties music? I his father. I enjoy music, good music, not the shit that's out today, kids. It was his Wait, dad. And is mom. it just your just your dad then? Oh, my both of my yeah. parents, but I kind of like developed my own musical taste myself. Okay. They got them started while we were like on the topic. They started me up like the Rolling Stones. The topic of the MLK thing. Did you guys see the uh, the Facebook post by the Sixers I sent in the group chat earlier? I don't think I did. No. no. Uh, the Sixers on Facebook, and I'm sure they posted it on like Twitter and stuff. But uh, on I was scrolling on Facebook and I saw. We've announced today that the team will begin accepting applications yeah. for the 76ers Buy Black program in continuance of Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment's action and plan, uh, $20 million commitment to racial equality. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. The, the comments the comments oh on this post are, are just absurd. Well, what, what does that mean first? So like they're supporting uh, black local-owned businesses, okay. yeah. like pledging money to them. And like okay. some of the comments are, are horrible. Like someone commented, "Way to go, Sixers, making positive moves." Someone said, "No, stop the politics. Keep it out of sports. Not watching football nor basketball again until this nonsense stops." I don't think it's political. Um, what else is it? It's not. It's just supporting local businesses. This is blatantly racist and discriminatory. At a time when we need to unite people, the NBA continues to go to its great length to divide. Shameful and embarrassing. How? Why can't they just support small business? Everyone needs help. This just furthers division in the country. What about women-owned businesses, Asian-owned businesses, Hispanic-owned businesses? 
So you encourage segregation. It shouldn't matter what color the business owner are. Rather, just support all small businesses. Like it just—it's all comments like that, just it's, going it's on, the same and as on, the and on. Matter stuff. Yeah. But at the, the same time, same. at the same time, though, are you surprised that people are going to react? Oh, I'm by absolutely the, not surprised. It's the least surprising thing. Uh, this is why. And I made this argument in the group chat. Not an argument. We were just having a conversation kind of on this topic in the group chat the other day. Not to like preach or anything, but this is why like when people say like, oh, you know, we're all equal now or like, oh, why do why are there certain scholarships that are only for black people? Like that kind of stuff doesn't annoy me at all. You know why? Because as a white person, like we have like 400 years of a head start on them in this country. Yeah. Yeah. Like. As far as the whole MLK came and ended racism thing, it's ignorance, right? When, yeah. when did let's let's be honest? Because honestly, right now I'd say even there's still a lot of inequality in this country. When oh, did it yeah. even get close to an even playing field? Maybe the '80s after Reagan flooded the black community with crack and started the war on drugs, which completely fucked the black communities and let police run rampant on them. Mm-hmm. So we bring them to the country; they're enslaved. Then Jim Crow happens. Then uh, all that happens for a while. Then Reagan floods drugs into that, and that all happens. So really, like, we have a head start where white people have been able to generate all this generational wealth for so long, and that hasn't been the same opportunity that black people have had because of what we've done. And then you have people complaining, like, oh, why are we promoting just black business? Like, like how ignorant can you be? I mean, right there just goes to show that <laughs> like, systemic racism I used, is uh, I've used this. Uh, well. I've used this. Uh, analogy before but like Seamus say me and you line up and we're about a race and uh, they shoot the gun and say go and I start running but someone holds you back for about a minute right and then they take their hands off you and say okay now you guys are equal now that we're both running yeah, free yeah. are we really equal or no. was was were you held back yeah, for a minute exactly that's the perfect analogy for the way that this country has went um yeah sure maybe even now i think there's inequality but a lot of people say oh well, we're equal now stop living in the past mm-hmm. well they're further behind in the race because we got to run unchained while they did not exactly yeah. no no you actually summed it up uh, pretty articulately mm-hmm. there it it seeing stuff like that just blows my mind and like hearing people say like I said, like, oh, why not support all small business? Like, just ignorance. It's ig- it's ignorance. It's racism. It's whether like, they know it or not, it's racism. It, 100%. Like, there's so there's a lot of things that way people will say that they would not even, like, you ever hear those people that are like, oh, well, I'm not racist, but, and then say something like completely yeah, racist. racist. Like, yeah. That's lot, just. Uh, like, older white people, like, oh, I'm not oh, racist. Yeah. I'm not racist, but, like, my son fetters. can never date a minority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that is fucking racist as fuck. Well, people are just stuck in, like, I don't know. They're stuck like, in their I ways. Saw a tweet like that earlier, right? It said, "Uh, it said that exact same thing that I just said. My my child can never date a minority. Well, that's racist. Oh, well, that's just how I was raised. Yeah, because you were raised by racists. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It does. Like, it doesn't make it not racist. And another thing is, it's always funny to me when white people are so quick to say, "Stop making everything about race." When like, we've never had to experience race playing a negative role in our lives, so it's yeah. real easy for someone to say it. Like, I think that's the whole. Uh, where the whole argument stems from in racism is just like empathy. Some people don't have it. Some people think that just because they walk outside of the house and they don't deal with problems like being scared of the law enforcement, that like it's not happening since they don't feel it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I see the cops and you know, I, I feel like they're protecting me. Okay. Not everyone feels that way. Yeah, that's like, true. You just don't have empathy for people. It just really comes down to that. It's pretty simple. Reminds me of the Eminem song. In my shoes, just to see what it's like to be me. I'll be you. Let's straight shoes, just to yeah. see what it'd be Back like. Back when Eminem was White good. America. Yeah. That, yeah, White America. America! That's the most annoying song, but it's... No, nah, that that's one of his better songs. Yeah, no, it's a great song. Like, I, I enjoy the the, um, the the lyrics. I think they're profound lyrics. But the way he screams America at the beginning makes me want to turn it <laughs> off. I love Eminem, but... uh. Yeah, he's nowadays he's not great anymore. Well, put it this way. Put it this way. He's no Bruce Springsteen, and (laughs) I will tell you something. Vince insulted me today. As soon as we walked in, he said, "Hey, I like." He didn't even say hi to me. He was like, "Billy Joel's better than Bruce Springsteen." How? On what (laughs) planet? In what universe is the (laughs) piano man, fat bald guy who I love, better than Bruce Springsteen? I'd hate. I don't understand. I'd like to see how you talk about it. Music. Okay. How how many? How many people could I say better than Bruce Springsteen that wouldn't outrage you? Well, listen. No. Oh, Beach Boys. Hold on. (laughs) Go ahead. You tell me your genuine. Well, Brian Wilson, absolutely. Brian Wilson is he? All right. Here's the thing about (laughs) Brian. All right. But can I explain this? Okay. Brian Wilson. Is a genius, much like Phil Spector, a musical genius. 
Brian Wilson's not a murdering lunatic. He's a lunatic, sort of, but that's because he got messed up by Dr. Landy yes. and all that shit. Yeah. But that's a different story, different podcast. Brian Wilson is a genius songwriter. He's a genius arranger. He does not have the stage presence nor the stamina to keep up with Bruce Springsteen, just, and he never has. Do I have to say a band, or can I say the lead singer of the band is better? You can go, yeah, say Freddie whatever Mercury. you want. You think Freddie Mercury is better than Bruce Springsteen? Absolutely. That's not even close. No, yes. it, it, that's he is not. No, Seamus, everything that you just said <laughs> about... Freddie Mercury's stage presence would shit all over I Bruce agree Springsteen's with that. stage all right, well, presence. Dude, he, all right. I agree with you! Freddie, Freddie, Freddie Mercury's Mercury. voice. No, Freddie Mercury's uh, stage presence the, was a rip-off of Mick Jagger. That's all he was doing there. He's the, great, uh, he could sing he's the greatest there, vocalist of all time. <laughs> yeah, his, he's a better singer than Bruce Springsteen. Better all-around musician? Hell no. He sits at a piano, he's like, beep, beep, mama, beep. He doesn't play more than one chord there's on the no, piano. There's Didn't three they? Songs that are and he only plays guitar on Crazy Little Thing Called Love, which is a ripoff of an Elvis Rockabilly song. Well, it's not even the original. Fuck Elvis. I, I fuck oh, Elvis. Oh, whoa, okay. Let's calm Elvis down there, Ben. Sucks. Right, I'm, not, I'm not a big Elvis guy either. I don't think Elvis's music sucks. I more say I more so say fuck Elvis because he like hijacked rock and roll from black people. Chuck Berry. That's yeah. just bullshit. I, I don't know if that's they, true. They crowned Elvis yes. the king of rock when Chuck Berry was clearly oh, the king I, of rock. I always say that Chuck Berry was well, the king of rock Well, that's what I'm saying. They, it's kind of what happened with rap. The white people took over a black art form but and I don't crowned think Elvis Presley was uh, but I don't think Elvis Presley was like doing that on no, purpose no 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 I don't think no, he, he wasn't. I, I, I he, agree with that he, he, there's interviews with Elvis Presley saying like if it wasn't for black music I wouldn't be shit I'm, yeah. yeah maybe I'm taking it on the wrong person no but, but no but I know what you're saying like Chuck Berry was clearly the king of rock and roll there's arguments right. for Little Richard because Little Richard's earlier stuff was rock and roll I'm, so, it wasn't, I'm, I'm sorry Elvis I'm sorry alright that, that's what you need an apology <laughs> for me alright so you say Brian Wilson's better than Bruce Springsteen Freddy. agree uh, Freddie Mercury, totally disagree. Uh, go ahead with your next one. Whitney Houston. No, not even close. <laughs> Whitney Houston's so, the second greatest vocalist of all time. Whitney Houston could not... Here like, we go. Let's talk about that. Uh, I actually got in a debate about that. Bruce Springsteen do you think that Whitney she, Houston. Do you think that she's the best female vocalist ever? Amy Winehouse. No, actually, I will give you the best female vocalist of all time. No, like, be serious, though. I want to know who you actually think. Honestly? Yeah. Ronnie Spector. I think. Who do you think, Pat? <laughs> How could you say Ronnie Spector doesn't have isn't one of the best uh, singers of all time? I think Whitney's the, the goat. night we met. I knew that you never let me go. I mean, there's a difference go. between like actual singing talent and you know like the music that you actually put right. out. Right. Yeah. Right. You don't have to make great music to be a great vocalist. It's just about how great you can sing. But Ronnie Spector did both. Sure. Okay. I just think Whitney does that the best. All right, fine. Whitney Houston's definitely got one of the best voices of all time. Her, um, it's her, Amy Winehouse is up there. It's her or Aretha Franklin. Uh, uh, Aretha's good. You know who's up there that is underrated that a lot of people don't like bring up? Mariah Carey. Yeah. Speak just on Vocalist, her voice. Yeah. 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 I, I just, dude, I just can't like get over the whole like Christmas song. It pisses well, yeah. me off. I don't like sure. that song. I never did. It's annoying, and she's annoying. Yeah, but it drops panties. Listen, but I'm seriously, right. in the like month of song. December, though, when you're drunk at the bar and oh that song God, comes on, you're gonna, oh, yeah. you're gonna have a so good Brian time Wilson's better, Freddie Mercury is not, Whitney Houston is certainly not. Uh, who's the next one? Elton John, is that what you're gonna throw at me next? I he, mean, Elton John is absolutely better, yeah. better than Bruce Springsteen. Elton John's <laughs> yes. better than Bruce Springsteen, yes. okay. Uh, Black, you know, uh, Bernie Taupin wrote all of his songs, okay. Does anybody realize that? Bob Dylan, no. All right, no, Bob, Bob Dylan is definitely not better than Bruce. Bob Dylan's a better. I would know. I'm just throwing a name out Bob there. I don't Dylan, listen to Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan's a better uh, writer than Springsteen. anyone from the Beatles. No. Yes. George. Uh, I like. I George like George. I like George Harrison's like solo stuff, but he wasn't a good singer, what and he wasn't. Paul? Paul wasn't a good singer, really. Simply having a wonderful. No, none of those guys have Wings? good voices. No, they don't. But their songs don't. are way better than any Bruce Springsteen song. I don't think that that's accurate. I 100% agree. I'm not sure, but Boy. I don't think that's accurate. I 100% agree with Taylor. I, I mean, they're my favorite band of all time, so it's like... I don't know how. And you always Everything get fucking off angry of about Revolver it, but is better it is. than anything Bruce I, I just Springsteen don't get, like, how you can, like, enjoy listening to... Because of the variety. I want to hold your hand. It's there's more literally so, different eras There's no profoundness in their it's lyrics. It's more so um, sitting and listening to an album and being able to hear different kinds of songs coming out, rather than Bruce, where you're just kind of, like, going through the same type of song yeah, the Bruce whole time. Never but that's not himself. true. Like, I, that's like, just... That's incorrect. I sometimes me, get jealous that I just don't connect with this kind of music. Like... This is not even to take shots. Like, and when maybe it's my age, I'm young. But like, I tried to listen to the Beatles before, and like, even the Stones, and like, 
I'm just halfway through it. I'm like, I'm just not feeling it. You can't get into the stones. If you want a good starting point, Silas and Estela Dan. Oh, like come on! The only are you reeling in the years? The only That's a total joke. The only one <laughs> of those. The Thank God. <laughs> the only one of those bands. Danced. The only one of those bands I can get into is Queen. Like I like Queen. Oh God! Well, I, lo- Queen I like Freddie. Legit anthems. Yeah. They have yeah. like five songs. Bro, if I'm and drunk, if I'm drunk and don't start me now comes on. All right, stop. I tell you what, I'm gonna get fired up. But but Queen has very good hits. They were good at making hits, but they don't have one good record. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. Bohemian Rhapsody is considered the greatest song of all time. Queen it's, 4, I said Queen record. Two, I said yeah, album. Oh, album. Sorry. Like, there's no Queen album that we're I get start, con- start to finish. I get a little confused with record. Because at the Grammys, there's song of the year and record of the now, year. Now, John, John Barcher, I want to get your opinion. Is Freddie Mercury better than Bruce Springsteen? He's on Periscope right now. I, we'll, we'll see if he answers. I, I have a feeling he's going to say yes because he seems like an intelligent man. <laughs> I mean, I don't. All right. He's all right. He said yes. Hunter, thank you, <laughs> thank you, John. Here's the thing, John Barcher. <laughs> That's easy. Is a great guy, but he's very flawed musically. I've noticed. <laughs> like, he has just exposed himself. He said one thousand percent. It's all not right. even close, John. All right, who's the better? Uh, who's the better singer, Mike Love or um, or Bruce Springsteen? Nobody's. Doing Nobody Mike knows Love. who those people are. <laughs> it was Mike Love. He's the lead singer the of the Beach Boys, Beach Boys. dude. Oh. He's Kevin Love's uncle. I got one. I got Did a musician. You know that? There's a sports connection Nothing. for you. Since I don't talk about. Sports I got a musician here. that's 100% God better than Bruce. damn it. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Okay, yes. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> songs in the Key of, songs in the key of yeah. Life is the greatest yeah. album ever I, made. I actually agree with that. I don't agree that it was the greatest album. Michael? It's it's well, Michael no. Jackson. What? My, no, Michael Jackson sucked. No, nah, get out of here. Marvin Gaye. Bar- Mar- I was going to say Marvin Bar- Gaye also. Barcher just said Mike Love, he plays for the Cavs. No, that would be his <laughs> nephew. Listen, we didn't write. We've been only talking about the white artists. When we started opening it up, Stevie what are you Wa- talking about? I, like, no, I, I was gonna say Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, and Marvin Gaye. I don't think we. I don't think we should uh, se- uh, separate the, the black artists from the white. No, I wasn't because we were only talking about rock. All I right. don't really know much. Well, rock. Stevie Wonder obviously is one of the greatest Jimmy musicians Hendrix? of all time. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix is a legend. Jimmy's fantastic. Better, Better than, Bruce? than Bruce Springsteen. Sure. Yes. Wait, wait. This is an honest question. He this played is gonna the be... national anthem with his teeth. He's definitely better. This than is going to be. Yeah. Well, Jose Feliciano did it. Wait, did that too. This might be a very, <laughs> very stupid question. Did Did Jimi Hendrix sing or just play guitar? He sung, oh. and he had a hell of a voice. Purple haze, all in my brain. Oh, he another, had a hell another of a one. Voice. Another he one. He had a raspy voice. Prince. Yeah. Prince. Yes. But I'll tell you who's the most. Who's the most underrated, one of the most underrated singers in rock and roll and music history is Thin Lizzy, Phil Linus. Yes. 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 Boys are back in town. He's one of the The only black men to have a statue in Ireland. (laughs) What about Chris? Yeah, he's got a statue right in Dublin. Chris Cornell. No. Yes, he's got a great voice, but (laughs) he couldn't hold any of those people's jock straps that we just mentioned. No, I know. I was just throwing a name out there. Well, he got cut short. But um, uh, wait, wait, I need to. We need to rewind a second. You don't think Michael Jackson is better than Bruce? No, that's a troll. That is a that is a horrible <laughs> opinion. I don't like Michael Jackson at freezing. I mean, cold you don't exposed. like Michael Jackson, but he's objectively. I, better I than don't Bruce. like people that may or may not Michael have Jackson, children. Michael, ja- <laughs> Michael Jackson Bruce did it too. Ma- I don't. I don't know about Shane, that. Michael Jackson is two albums that are acclaimed as being right. maybe the greatest okay. ever. I will say off one, the wall. I will thriller. say one thing about Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's early music was fantastic. I love it. I love the Jackson Five. Okay. I love the Jackson Five. I yeah. like even like like the weird weird thriller shit. That's fine. I, I like beat it. I like all that shit. Yeah. I like um. I like bad off the wall. But I don't think that Michael Jackson is like as good as everybody says he is. Like for example, I think Michael Jackson got so much hype, but Stevie Wonder. I feel like people sleep on Stevie well, Wonder. Yeah, I agree. Stevie Wonder is like one of the greatest musicians of all time. I think I think Stevie's better than Michael as a musician. I'm just saying Michael's better than Bruce. I don't know that you can compare Michael Jackson and Bruce Springsteen. Michael, like, I don't know if they're comparable. Well, Michael I, Jackson was like. Does Bruce have an album that critically would yes, even he sniff has off the wall? albums? The River and uh, actually, I would say Born, Born to that, Run. Born, are those albums as good as Off the Wall by Michael Jackson? I, I think Born Born to Run is. I think uh, no, The River is. Stop. I think uh, the other one is uh, the, the Tunnel. Other one I, you can't even think I of. love Tunnel of Love. Uh, that album. I sent it to and Vince. See, I sent it to Vince Quinn, and he was like, "Ah, it's okay." See, the thing is, Seamus, <laughs> you're going to take this as me shitting on Bruce, but I'm really comparing him to the greats. He's but up you're there, not, dude. You're not comparing him, like, dude. I think one of the most underrated artists of all time is John Fogerty. I think he is he's fan- fantastic. He's I don't great. Know who that is to be the, completely honest. That's a good job in the city. She's our lead singer. 
Who? Working for the man every night in boy. Fortunate son. Rings no bells. Are you sick? What the fuck? Dude, it's literally. It ain't me. It ain't me. Oh, I, I ain't no fortunate that. son. Yeah, okay. I know uh, that one. One of the greatest singers of all time, Shane McGowan, who we heard. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a wild rover for many I years. I my love. Shane no. McGowan is the only guy, though, that can actually sing. sing Shane McGowan can do a full concert while on heroin and, and, and still be forward. somewhat uh, he didn't the coherent. Concert. He didn't finish the concert. He didn't finish at Pink the Pop. one Pink Pop didn't, concert. Didn't Jimi Hendrix do his concerts yes, on like he also LSD <laughs> all the time? Well, so did the Grateful Dead. Yeah, well, I mean, the Grateful Dead were on anything. Jerry Garcia, everything. God rest his soul, has some of the best like acid stories ever. Yeah, he he was he told the one story one time. They're about to go on stage. He took a slice of cake. He didn't realize that the cake was filled with acid, <laughs> and he just started tripping balls the entire show on stage. <laughs> so I mean, do you yeah. think? Uh, okay, so you don't like Michael? Are you more a fan of Prince? I like Prince. I you know what song I love by Prince? Uh, what the hell is it called? Something. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. It's uh, uh, Uncle John's Farm or something like that. Uncle John's Farm. No, that's not what it's called. Uh, what the fuck's <laughs> it called? It's something Raspberry. <laughs> Everyone knows Uncle Raspberry Beret. Raspberry Beret. Oh, that's one of my favorite songs. Raspberry Beret. And in the blood that you wear in the winter time or whatever. I don't know. I love Prince, though. He had bad knees because he wore high heels on stage and ran around too much. Prince is like the example of why I don't understand why everyone was so uh, stuck on Harry Styles wearing a dress. Prince was doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, David, David Bowie, Bowie was David doing Bowie. that. Right, right. I mean, there's uh, he was just an example. Louis a million, was doing that. A million like, musicians did that a long time ago. Did you ever hear of a band called the New York Dolls? They all did it. Uh, Twisted Sister. I don't think the Sex Pistols did it. Judas Priest. Well, what Jason to it? How did nobody know that was a gay band? Who? Well, at least the singer, Judas Priest. Oh, is he? Really? I mean, you can just look at him. He looks like... <laughs> Are you profiling him? He, lo- he looks like Vince. But uh, <laughs> A lot of leather. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, that was straps. the 80s, though. Huh? A lot of leather was the 80s. No, this... <laughs> when you see him, you're like, oh, okay. We got. You, co- hold on. Can you pull up a Raspberry Beret real quick? Want to play it? No, some of it. Like a little snippet. We got to get out of <laughs> here, though. Yeah. Now, we kind of got caught up in music. Next time we're here, we got to discuss the Harden thing. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that, but... Yeah, how fat he wait. is. Yeah, sure. Well... Do you see the pictures? He's yeah, not. He is, though. <laughs> Did people... Uh, let me get this rant in real quick. All right, go ahead. People must just watch Twitter and not watch the games because yeah. he's clearly wearing a heating pad, know, which he's always done. I was showing that to people at uh, my like, friend's th- house the other night. They were like, nah, fat, there were people tweeting like legitimately like, oh, either A, he lost all that weight, or like... They were like, oh, the color black. It's like, Slimming. you think that him Slimming. wearing black would cause like a 25 pound difference? <laughs> it did well, for the me. funny part, the funny like, part. No. Was, uh, God, the, people are the, dumb. <laughs> one of the guys I was hanging out with was like, it's impossible to lose all the weight. And I was like, I'm going to be honest. Here like, we go, baby. Two, professional three, athlete, I don't think it is. <laughs> no, but also, he weight. never had that weight. Oh, yeah. this is one of the best people songs. Crazy. Oh, I can listen to this all night, baby. You want this to play us out? Ah, uh, Raspberry it's about Beret, time to wrap baby. up. Anyway, yeah, next time we'll talk about the Harden trade. Ladies we got to talk about the implication and that has on the East and all that kind of stuff. And I was working part time. Feel like we had a good conversation about music. Dime. I think My we boss also had a very good conversation about uh, some difficult topics today. Yeah. He told me like several that, so times that he that. didn't like my kind because I was a bit too <laughs> leisurely. Seamus, any uh, fi- final words on this episode? He uh, cut my mic. He cut your mic. <laughs> Thank God. Anything you want to say through vicariously through me? Uh, sure. Oh, I'm are. back. I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, barring any COVID shit, uh, we'll be back next Monday. And, yes, sir. Uh, trying to pump him out. And hopefully we'll have Prince on the show. <laughs> hey, he's always here Love in spirit. We're, we're going to have Prince, Tom Petty, and, I'll bring uh, the Ouija board. and Jimi Hendrix. He's always here in spirit. <laughs> Can we All right. have and too? Tupac and, Bill- and Biggie. <laughs> All right. Nice. And Billy Joel. Oh, wait. <laughs> All the dead musicians will be no, here. No, Billy's apparently. alive somehow. <laughs> All right, guys. Catch you later. See you next week. Back after this.